Hello and welcome to the Human Experiences Podcast. I am Evan. I am very excited to introduce our next guest for the, uh, for the podcast and for this episode. Now, this week, we are bringing on a viral TikTok creator, an Etsy artist, and more importantly, an activist. Josh, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, no, uh, Evan, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, so there's so much I want to get to, and I promise we'll discuss like TikTok and the rise on the platform, but I really want to hear more about you, um, who you are, what you're about, and, you know, what you're doing today. Um, so I kind of want to start with just, you know, your life in general, um, transitioning to who you are today, growing up, uh, struggling with identity, and kind of give you the floor. Yeah, no, so... I, um, I grew up in New England, uh, specifically in northern New Hampshire, uh, where, you know, there, there wasn't, uh, you know, much diversity where I, where I came from. Um, you know, I, I, I almost felt secluded. I, I, for, the, for many years of my life, I, I felt like there was no belonging. Uh, I definitely struggled with kind of who I was, um, you know, eventually coming out as a gay, a gay man, um, you know, but at the time, uh, I didn't know anyone that was gay. I, I didn't you know, have any resources, anyone to reach out to. There was no programs in the schools. Um, I was bullied you know, for, for some of my childhood. Uh, you know, I had a lot of great friends, a lot of great support, but still never felt you know, that, that I could come out. Um, you know, so I struggled with that for for, for many years of my childhood. Um, yeah, I, I went away to college when I was 18, uh, still struggled with that. I, I definitely, you know, saw myself struggling with alcohol, uh, you know, using that to, to kind of escape, you know, the reality. Um, after college, I, I moved down to Tampa, Florida, uh, where I was able to kind of surround myself with uh, you know, a community that, that was extremely supportive. Uh, you know, at that time, I, I decided uh, to come out. Um, and it didn't surprise me, but, but I had the support from uh, my family, from my, my very close friends. Uh, I definitely lost a, a, a handful of friends, you know, from, from my coming out. But uh, you know, having the support from my family, uh, you know, meant the world to me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful, uh, and I, I feel terrible for, for the ones that don't get to experience that. Um, you know, but I, I, I look back and, and it, it's a shame that so many, uh, you know, have to struggle with that for a majority, if not all their lives. Um, you know, but it's, it's kind of been my role uh, in these past 12, 13 years since I came out to, to support those that are struggling and, and need, need help, someone to talk to. Um, you know, I enjoy my life. Uh, I definitely have had uh, a lot of success, a lot of failures, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I have a, a great support system. So you, um, you just touched on like being a support uh, system for those that are going through this process. Looking at yourself now, what is your advice to your younger self? Off the top of your head. Uh, what is my advice to my younger self? Uh, that everything's gonna be okay. Um, you know, I, I, I 
look back and, and there were times where, you know, I didn't know if I, I wanted to live. And I hate to say that, uh, you know, not knowing that everything's going to be okay. Uh, I, I think that is probably the one advice I wish I was able to tell myself when, you know, when I was younger and going through some very dark years. Well, uh, I definitely agree with that. That that's definitely good advice. Um, thank you for sharing your story and, you know, thank you for being here today. Um, I know I, I greatly appreciate what you've been doing and the little uh, past uh, brief interactions that we've had um, on social media platforms. So I just want to say uh, thank you. Yeah, no, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. So, um, so I really want to transition. One of the earliest things that we did mention that you um, brought up of wanting to touch on is the LGBTQ sports leagues in Boston. Um, I'm new to the area. I just moved up um, in the end of November, but I I'm coming from I come from Richmond, Virginia, where I didn't really know this existed. Is this a Boston thing? Is it ever like I, how do people get involved? Um, for those that are out there that are looking to meet people in Boston, where do they begin to look into this? Yeah, so uh, so I when I moved to Tampa, uh, I think 2006. Uh, about four years later, I moved to Boston, um, and I think I found out about it through Facebook. Um, it was uh, the Beantown Softball League, which is uh, uh, LGBTQ plus league uh, based in Boston. Um, you know, and I, I didn't really know much about it. Uh, I just knew that, you know, it was for softball on the weekends and, and I was all about it. Uh, so I, I joined the league kind of with, with little to no expectations. Uh, it's there. I met <clears throat> so many wonderful uh, individuals, um, you know, gays, uh, transgender, lesbians, allies. Uh, it was, it was an experience that uh, I'm grateful for because uh, you know, the years prior, I had a you know some experience with, with the the gay community, but not like this, not the support system. Um, and then that's when I found out that this league, uh, I believe it's called Naga Naga. Uh, it is a an organization throughout uh, the United States. Uh, I believe it's almost in every state. Uh, you know, different divisions, uh, different opportunities for, um, you know, all skill levels. Uh, we've played in tournaments, you know, Hawaii, California, Texas, New York. Uh, you know, so it's, it's a very competitive league. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, and that's kind of, you know, how I got involved in it. And, and I haven't really looked back ever since. It's been almost 10 years or so since I joined. So it's just pretty much like look it up on Facebook, contact from there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the BSL Beantown Softball League. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's on Facebook. Uh, uh, you know, we're very active in the community. Uh, we do a lot of volunteer work. Uh, we host, uh, you know, a wonderful field day for children with special needs, where we bring out some local groups to come out and play softball, kickball, you know, soccer. Uh, a lot of interaction. Uh, we do, you know, a lot of fundraisers throughout the year, uh, a lot of socials. Uh, obviously, this past year, a lot of that has been put on hold. Uh, 
you know, but years past, it's been a, a wonderful experience. That sounds awesome. Um, I mean, I definitely I love organizations that do that. And, you know, having one in the Boston community that does that. And I mean, obviously, I didn't, I'm learning as you're speaking here, um, but mm -hmm. being able to interact with more, you know, with kids with special needs and provide them those opportunities are def is definitely huge. So yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for that and your involvement with it. Um, yeah. So one of the biggest topics I really want to talk about um, is activism. Um, you are very outspoken on social media platforms and I honestly, I love it. I'm here for it. It's the main reasons why I wanted to have you on the show um, is to hear about your experience with act activism, but also like, has it changed within the last year? Um, if it has, how so? And then how do we get past this social media trend activism, such as, you know, the blackout square on blackout Tuesday and then posting as normal just a couple days later like nothing ever happened right i think the the one thing about activism is its consistency um you know for me for so many years i i didn't have a voice uh it was there i just didn't know it existed um you know over the last 10 years and especially this last year uh you know with so much going on with this world uh you know with black lives matter uh, you know, transgender, gays, straights, allies, it, it's, it's been a topic, uh, you know, that we all need to listen to. And uh, there's a quote by Malcolm, uh, actually don't quote me on the individual, but it was, uh, don't have, if you don't have a mic, pass it to the voiceless. Uh, it, it's about, using your voice for what you stand for and what you believe in. Um, you know, so many don't speak up or, or, or speak up, you know, when it's convenient for them, you know, but we gotta be better than that. Um, you know, having a voice, uh, you know, you're able to share the world, share your story, uh, you know, support. I think that's huge. Um, you know, to me, it means everything. And I think with, you know, TikTok, especially with that platform, it provides you an opportunity to, to show support, you know, being an ally or, uh, you know, making a stand, um, you know, showing others that you care. Uh, it's, it's, I think what we need right now, and, and it, it certainly goes a long way. So where do you see it like going forward? You, you're, at this point where, you know, there are a lot of social issues um, on the forefront, you know, of everything, where do you see it going forward from here? That's a tough question. Um, I mean, I, I think going forward, I think, you know, I'll speak, you know, I, I guess on behalf of, you know, the, the, the black community, the Black Lives Matter, um, you know, I think going forward, it, it, it's going to be known that, that there's a huge support system out there. Um, you know, there's still so much racism in this world that it's, it's unacceptable. Uh, I think we've come a long way. Uh, we have a long way to go. But, you know, knowing that others are out there uh, with your same views, your same beliefs, um, 
you know, it's just going to build this the, the support system, these allies stronger. Uh, you know, that's my hopes, uh, and hopefully, so many more will follow. All right, uh, I agree with that. I mean, I've definitely seen a wave, um, at least like you know, my age group and you know, demographic has definitely, I think, seen a wave in the last year or so. So hopefully, we're able to kind of build off of that and make the change that are necessary to um, have and are long uh, and have been needed for a long time. Yeah, yes, um, definitely. So I got a little little tongue tied there. Um, <laughs> so now I kind of want to move on to one of the the final topics here is um, TikTok, your rise on the platform, um, and then as well as your art. And what's your reaction to all this? How does it feel? What are the biggest challenges with it? Uh, I mean, how I feel, I think, overwhelmed uh, for the fact that I didn't know how much support I would get, you know, from from TikTok, from that community. Um, you know, as a small business, I, you know, I'm, I don't want to say constantly, but but there's so many times where I'm I'm receiving so much negativity about, you know, my work that it's not this or that or they want more. I don't experience that with TikTok. I, 95% of people who purchase, you know, leave phenomenal ratings and reviews on my Etsy page. And that's huge for a small business. It goes so far. Um, the, sorry, dog. It's all good. Um, yeah, having that platform, uh, you know, and sharing, you know, the work with with hundreds of people throughout, uh, you know, the U.S. is 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 absolutely amazing. Knowing that, you know, these signs that that stand for everything I believe in are being displayed to their families. Uh, you know, a lot of these times they have parents or family members that are Republicans. Uh, I'm curious to see how that goes over, but, you know, they're sharing, you know, this work on their, their TikTok pages. And, and every time I see it, uh, I'm, I'm just like speechless. Um, at this point, it, it has been received in, and in the homes of all 50 states, uh, which, which is, is huge. I, I, I didn't think it would ever take off like it did. Uh, when I started TikTok, I want to say like back in March last year, I just joined it to pass the time, suck at home. You know, I, I, I do work, you know, nine to five, but it was a, an opportunity to pass time. Um, I mean, there were times when I, I almost deleted the app just because I'm a little competitive and patient and impatient and didn't receive the followers or, you know, the views, but it, it took time, you know, it took a lot of time. Um, but you know, at this point, it, it's just—it's still unreal to me that you know so many people want a piece of art that I made, and I—I I absolutely love it. I am so thankful for that. Um, so TikTok has been an absolute blessing. Uh, I wish I had the time to make twice as many. I—I uh, I, maybe I'll get to a point where I leave my job. Uh, 
if they're hearing this, this is, this is not my two week notice. Um, you know, but, but for the time being, I'm making the most of my mornings, my evenings, uh, and majority of my weekends to, uh, you know, create this work. So. Well, as, as a fan, I must say that I have passed on your work to, uh, the people in my family that don't have TikTok, uh, particularly my mother who is a huge fan. Uh, thank you. So uh, I know my mom will probably listen to this because you know she's my mom. But yeah, she she was a huge she's a huge fan of the work that you do. Um, so you have that in your book. Um, oh, that's amazing! Thank you so much. So, well, I appreciate yeah. that. Um, and again, I just like I love the art that you've been doing and what you've standing for. So I know I've said this a lot um, over the course of this but i just want to reiterate that again so thank you very much for what oh, you're doing thank you evan have you received one of those signs yet i'm not i'm looking to get one uh, i'll make it happen i, I promise oh, you that so. i appreciate that so much um yeah. so um you know that's all, that's all the the time i had for that's all the questions i had do you have anything else you'd like to to add on i mean i i want to thank you for you know having me i want to thank you for for sharing you know this information uh you know this podcast with 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 so many uh you know as i said i, I think it's it's important to have a voice especially at this time and in, in, in being consistent um consistency is key with activism with with, with taking a stand uh you know it, it goes so far and, and it's what we need and, and hopefully it will continue you know, to stay that way. All right. Um, thank you very much for that. I really appreciate it. I know that like this thing is just trying to like get off the ground. So like you said, it's taking it slow, building it up brick by brick um, and see what we can make out of this. Yes, absolutely. So uh, that is all the time we have for this episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to check out um, Josh on TikTok and other forms of social media. And check out his art um, on Etsy at Crafternoon Delight by Josh. It's amazing. I love it. You'll love it. Highly recommend it. Um, if you like this podcast, be sure to check us out on Instagram at Human Experience Podcast. I'm Evan. And before we end, I'd like to leave you with a quote. You must never be fearful about what you're doing when it's right. Rosa Parks. Thank you very much, Josh. Thank you. Thank you so much, Evan. Appreciate it.